Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. To Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and, and sing Brigadoon. Brigadoon. <laughs> <laughs> In Go the worst Minnesotan accents. <laughs> Murky Gray. <laughs> I'm Kenyon. I am Lucy. And I'm dying inside. <laughs> I'm Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. Y'all, the so hangover fun. is real. It's a real thing, but we persevere. <laughs> Nevertheless, yep. we persisted. She persisted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we have a very special episode for you uh, this week. It is a fan pick. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, fantastic. Uh, our fan is Jen Edwards. And Jen is donating at $25 a month wow. on oh, yeah. Patreon.com. What a generous person you are. Jen Aris. Oh, <laughs> God. Let her have it. Let her have it. She has um, so little right now. <laughs> 90 days until my wedding. I'm fine. I'm fine. We got this. We got this. I feel and a, great. And a big glass of water and you're feeling tip top. Yep. Okay. So Jen has picked a very interesting topic. It is brute strength murders. I so love this so much. Yeah, anyone killed with just like their bare hands or like. Uh, just Googling over. murder with brute strength brought up a lot of interesting, not helpful at all. It was an extremely hard to Google. Bits of this information. Week. Yeah. So thanks, Jen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we got some cool stuff. Um, before we get to the wine crime pairing, we mm-hmm. have one little intro butt plug. Butt plugs. And that is that this episode airs three days before our second Minneapolis live show. Woo! We are sold out. <laughs> yeah, we're sold out, but I just wanted to talk about it because I'm excited. Yeah, we're so excited. And there are some folks that are literally traveling here from other states to come and see it, which blows get, our minds. Get wine and crime tattoos together. Yeah, I love yeah. it so much. It's <laughs> unbelievable. So Y'all are super cray and amazing, and we love you. We love you so much. I'm we're so not excited. So down for a tattoo. No, I'm not getting a wedding crime tattoo. No one asked you. Well, I am if folks are willing to give even a dollar to the podcast, Is This Adulting? Whether it Mm -hmm. be to their Patreon or just a once-off. We're getting Mm -hmm. really close to our goal. But if enough people, if uh, Steven and Chris of Is This Adulting can get enough uh, new donors, whether once-offs or uh, Patreon at any level, he and I are committing to getting it to bananas. Yes. Tattoos while we're together in Nashville. So head over to. I am so excited for that. It better happen or I will be real annoyed. And I already contributed. Yeah, we (laughs) want this. I'm contributing to my own. (laughs) 
you know. Okay, well, I'm destiny. an asshole and I'll go contribute now. Whatever. <laughs> God. Whatever. It's fine. But yeah, give a dollar. Get get us tattooed in a ridiculous yeah. way. Yeah. Maybe if you get fifty dollars, I can get Steven to put it on his like butthole or something cool. Ew. Tattoos. Your brown eye. Yeah, we're like Stephen's just screaming at the, home. The stem no, of the banana is the, the, is read the, brown the fine eye. print. I did not <laughs> sign up for this. Oh, you did, bud. You did, but you're welcome. Okay, one more thing though about the Minneapolis live show. A lot of people have asked us. Uh, basically, when you order, when you ordered your ticket from Big Cartel, uh, you get an order number. Whether you bought a ticket and other merchandise or just your live show ticket. That order number is your ticket number. If you want to be extra safe, if you have anxiety like moi, then you can print that out and bring it. But your name will also just be on a list at the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so you do need your ID be... for yep. sure. You need your ID. Bring that. You need to be of age. Mm-hmm. And we will be checking your name on the list, but you know if anything happens, just in case, have your order number from your email yep. with you. You did. You were not supposed to receive any kind of additional ticket nope. to print. You weren't. Okay. We're green around here. Yeah, we are, and we're lazy. And by yeah. green, I meant eco-friendly, <laughs> not just naive and bad at this. Oh, that's what <laughs> I thought you meant. <laughs> Two bananas. <laughs> We're both. <laughs> two bananas. Okay. So Amanda, stupid. What is our wine crime pairing for brute strength murders? Well, the lovely and talented Jen Edwards also selected and sent me this wine, and I fucking love this pairing so much. Damn, Jen. She chose the yeah. Rodney Strong. Cabernet, get it? (laughs) Brute strength. I get it. Tons, you guys. (laughs) There are tons. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) Uh, We drink Cabernet a whole fucking lot on this show, so I'm not going to talk too much about that, but I thought it was interesting, some facts about the Rodney Strong Vineyard. Um, It is a family-owned winery based in Hillsburg, California. It (gasps) was founded in Hillsburg, Hillsburg. Love it. Uh, it was founded in 1959 by wine pioneer Rodney Strong, who today I learned is a former professional ballet dancer turned winemaker. Yeah. Oh my god! What Whoa. better lifetime movie plot could there be than that? I want Keanu Reeves to star in that. Oh, what a perfect casting, Kenyon! If this I podcast know. fails, go be a casting agent in New York. Okay. Um. Okay. The I winery focuses. Get me Keanu. <laughs> I'd be so good at it, you guys. Yeah. Just behind a desk with a bunch of papers, smoking cigarettes with red nails. Yeah. Get me Keanu. Yeah. <laughs> While everyone tiptoes around you, not understanding yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. So. The winery focuses solely on Sonoma County grape growing and wines, which is why they make a lot of like robust cabs and juicy vinos. Uh, Strong reds. Strong reds. Rodney Strong Vineyards sources from throughout Sonoma County and has 14 estate vineyards located in Alexander Valley, Russian River Valley, Chalk Hill, Sonoma Coast, and Dry Creek Valley. So a lot of really good Zinfandels are coming out of those areas as well. 
which I friggin' love. Uh, it was recognized as American Winery of the Year in 2013 by Wine Enthusiast Magazine, which I've mentioned before. Wine Enthusiast is great. You should totes check out their shit. Um, you can get a script subscription to that on the company dime. Yeah, I feel like we need it for research. Um, yeah. They are recognized for their sustainability efforts, which is really cool. And I feel like a lot of wineries are actually following suit with this, um, which includes fish-friendly farming, uh, solar energy production, and being carbon neutral. So I feel mm. like uh, a lot of wineries are getting ahead of the game on the sustainability. And uh, winemaking can require a lot of use of water. So there are a lot of clever uh, ways to irrigate and reuse water that's being used in the growing process, which I think is pretty cool. Um, nice. And again, we've too. covered. Oh, yeah. So green. <laughs> and lazy. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Totally. So, <laughs> I mean, we don't know them personally, so we don't know how they live. They sound um, pretty busy. Yeah, they're probably pretty fucking busy. And again, we've covered Cabernet a million times, so I thought I'd keep this segment short and end it with a fun fact. All Cabernet Sauvignon grapes contain an aromatic organic compound called pyrazine. One Hmm. of the most common aromas of Cabernet is green bell pepper. And this aroma is a direct result of the compound pyrazine. Mm, Science motherfuckers. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. Pyrazine. The pirate's compound. The pirate's green bell pepper (laughs) compound. Shall we open this so that we stop talking? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> is it a crack or a pop? It's a pop. You need mm. brute strength and a nice yeah. pop wine and crime podcast branded wine key to successfully mm. open this bottle. And that's what I'm mm-hmm. using. So let's just dig right in here and squeeze her out. And oh. we're popping. Ooh. Oh! Oh! <laughs> you must be very strong to have such a nice Pat. I mm, used that was my brute strength. Brutally good pop. So brutal. <laughs> We're Speaking tired. of brutal. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Lucy, what is our Speaking of brutal, do your psych. segment. My segment is quite short this week, you assholes. <laughs> Can you start it? I just piggybacked. Yeah. I just piggybacked. It it's didn't my hurt fault. any less. <laughs> You'll be fine. You're okay. the savage one, remember? Yeah, I guess. Well, not this episode. (laughs) I kind of didn't even think to do my research about, like, how you could kill a person with your bare hands, which would have been more interesting than what I did research. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Love it. Next time. We'll do a manual strangulation episode or something. Yes. Adding it to the list right now. Um, I started with the etymology, not entomology. Mm -hmm. The etymame. (laughs) Oh, God, I'm so hungry. <laughs> I just had a euro, and my gas is going to be great. Great. Lamb and beef. Okay. In case I die and people are wondering what was in my last meal. It was both. Was it lamb or beef? <laughs> it was both. You can only have one. Oh, God. An enduring question. Okay. Brute, as a noun, means a savagely violent person or animal, or a cruel, unpleasant, or insensitive person. It could also mean an animal as opposed to a human or something awkward, difficult, or unpleasant. That bottle of wine was a real brute to open. Yep, yep. Okay, Mm. I feel you. As an adjective, brute can mean unreasoning and animal-like or Mm. harsh, fundamental, or inescapable, which I thought was Mm. an interesting twist. 
Um, Maybe that's the where like brute strength comes from, inescapable strength. Well, it's kind of all of this mixed in because it's also animal-like. If you True. let me finish, the very next thing I was going to say is <laughs> adjectives <laughs> meaning merely physical as in brute strength or brute force. And then it just means physical or bodily. So it might That's have boring. Means, I liked our theories better. It might have <laughs> connotations of animal-like, which, you know, it does. Words sort of blend together and mean, you know, carry on meanings. Oh. But um, mm-hmm. as an adjective, when we're talking about brute strength, it's like physical power. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This word originated from Latin brutus, meaning dull oh. or stupid. It became an adjective in late Middle English. Okay. So some famous brutes. Love it. Love it. We've discussed Ooh. et tu, brute. Mm-hmm. So this, Bananas. This it's brutus, okay. You made the mistake. It's fine. So this Brutus, his full <laughs> name was Marcus Junius Brutus the Younger, but he went by Brutus even after being adopted by his uncle. Fun fact, Caesar was fucking Brutus's mother. Ooh. Oh. Could have had something to do with that assassination, but I don't really know. Get yours, girl. Good adventure, I guess. Mm -hmm. But actually, like he, for being named Brutus, and for now knowing what the what the word brute means, the assassination didn't really align with that because he had a lot of he stabbed him for one thing. Doesn't take that Mm -hmm. much strength, and Mm -hmm. he was really like emotionally conflicted about it. It's a very complex character, mm. so I don't think he fits yeah, he with, like, thinking a lot. Brutus. Um, but the name Brutus was really popular among elite Romans of the time, so. And now dogs. Yeah, now, like, Great Danes. <laughs> Look how far you've come. <laughs> <laughs> the highest honor of all. Uh, when I think of a brute, the first person that came to my mind, although it wasn't directly associated with the word, is the guy named Charles Bronson, not the American actor, but he okay. was a famous British prisoner. Uh, he was born oh, Michael yeah. Gordon Peterson. He is an infamous British prisoner who too loved to fight. He just he was a massive guy, and he just loved Didn't, to fight. Um, what's his face? Hot Bane. Tom Hardy played him yes, in the 2008 in a film called Bronson. Uh, I think it's still yeah. on Netflix. It's so good, and he is so hot. I love him. Yeah. 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 He's a special kind of steamy. Yeah, and he is yeah. massive in this movie because Charles Bronson Including was Including his jacked up teeth. Still love him. Oh, you right. see his wiener in the movie, too. What? That's reason what? enough to see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Can we cancel this recording? I'm busy. I watched it twice, like, in the same week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Charles Bronson, the the real guy, uh, he originally went to prison for armed robbery in 1974. Uh, After that, after he got out, he began a career in bare-knuckle boxing in London. And that's when he... That shit is so crazy, by the way. It's insane. It's so gross. Um, but then he kind of adopted this new name of Charles Bronson, which was after the American actor, but again, not his real name. He got arrested again for robbery, and this time he, um, when he went to prison, he was just a total pill about it. A he was pill, a real pill. Real dickens. <laughs> he, a real scamp. He held people hostage, like, oh, within the prison. He got into fights with officers and inmates 
constantly. He was regularly beaten and put into solitary for violence, but he was also an artist <laughs> and, hey. like a, and like a fitness enthusiast. Conflicted. He wrote several books about exercise, including one dedicated to working out in small spaces. <laughs> All right, that's <laughs> amazing. That's equal Always parts amazing and where he loses and me. And never give up your dream. You right. can combine all your passions and somebody out there will buy it. He Jillian started, Michaels did it. He, he so started like Bronson. a foundation for other artists who didn't have like the resources to create their art. Cool. He was what actually kind of, of a philanthropist. Was he? Whatever he could like probably. Like what kind of like painting? Like well, yeah, what? what was his medium? It was probably a bit crude drawings because he was in fucking prison. It wasn't like watercolors. Toilet watercolor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have like kind of a nice quote from him. I like him a lot, especially because I associated with, with Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom Hardy was such a great prisoner. Yeah. Um, he says, I'm a nice guy, but sometimes I lose all my senses and become nasty. That doesn't make me evil, just confused. Mm. You know what? Okay. I know, but also like he was <laughs> okay, so violent then. in prison that he was shuffled around to like different mental institutions and was forcibly given medication that just like killed his brain. Yeah. Not like permanently. I mean, but. he did a lot of shit that was reprehensible that he has to be responsible for, but like obviously mental health plays a role. We yeah. talk about this a lot. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. we're not just going to blanketly forgive him because he's played by a Hawkeye in a movie. Like, dude right. was still fucked up. Yeah. Oh, but absolutely. But also, I Tom just, Hardy's really hot, and there, I want to go see his wiener. There are aspects of his story that are, like, that don't jive with him just being this reckless, violent brute. Right. You know, he ha- he right. was a deep character with many facets. Mm-hmm. Um, another mm. brute is named Bill the Brute Sanger, who was a mm-hmm. member. Spot on! Who was a member of the Cherry Hill Gang in New York City in the 1890s. Oh, Lord. So they were known as the dandies of the New York underworld because they so badass because they dressed really nicely so that they could kind of fit in with the higher society and then like attack and rob rich people. So they weren't associated with like the poor people. They walked around with uh, weighted walking sticks. So like they turned those into their weapons. How gross is that? Clever girls. Yeah. Like pipes. Like an asp. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like an asp with, like, a delicately curved handle at the top. Love it. <laughs> a walking asp. Uh, the last person that I found when Googling Brute was an artist named Aiden Hughes. He's an English commercial artist who published a pulp-style magazine called Brute, all capital <laughs> letters and an exclamation point. Because it's necessary to have all of that punctuation. Well, actually, if you go to the drive, I have a couple examples of his artwork, so it kind of makes sense that it's a little bit over the top and egregious. But where's Tom Hardy's artwork? I did not get Tom. That is Tom Hardy's penis. I'll Google it while Kenyon's talking. Uh, Great. Aiden Hughes's artwork is inspired by cartoonists like Jack Kirby and also Russian propaganda posters, which is pretty apparent if you look at them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very cool. These will be on the blog, y'all. Yeah, these are beautiful. Nice. I liked them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so right. that's my background, mostly just word association with the word brute. So. Hey, very important that exercise. psychological tactic. <laughs> you know, if you need to engage in some free association and professional <laughs> assistance. Or anger <laughs> management. Yeah. yeah. For your, to channel your brute strength. If you feel cooped up in a small space. Mm-hmm. Oh God! You might um, need tax space. Tax space is basically how it works. Is you're like, hey, nobody's perfect, mm-hmm. and there are things in my life that I would like to work on and talk with a professional about. Uh, because, like, even if I have a lot of friends and loved ones, or if I don't have that many, or if they're busy then I still need to express my feelings yep. and learn strategies for coping yep. with daily life because life isn't easy, folks. It's so hard. And <laughs> you don't want to have to get in your car and drive somewhere to do all of this. So you sign up for Talkspace. Yes. I Somebody freaking love it. it. I use it literally daily. Mm-hmm. I check in with my therapist pretty much every day, and sometimes it's just, hey, here's how I'm feeling, or hey, I'm I'm doing good today. I don't, you know, I'm going to go dark for, you know, however long. And uh, it's so awesome to just have that resource in your pocket when you need a little boost or a little advice. And there's no problem too small for your talk space therapist to assist you with. Mm-hmm. Like, I have been conflicted over some of the dumbest shit and have even said, like, hey, Emily, this seems really dumb, but for some reason I have anxiety over this stupid thing. And she'll mm-hmm. be, she's there to help you out. It's amazing. I love her. I love this program, and I love my group that I'm in. There's a bunch of different group rooms where you can connect with peers, and it's moderated by a, th- a talk space therapist as well. I really love that sense of community that I get and that kind of schadenfreude where it's like someone else has it worse than you for sure. <laughs> A little bit of that mixed in. I don't think that's the goal of these groups, but it doesn't hurt. (laughs) I'm just being candid about one of the benefits that I receive from group therapy. Yeah. Added bonus. Mm -hmm. Um, I just love the convenience of being able to text or voice memo or uh, video call a therapist instead of having to physically go somewhere, which is really nice. Um, The way I really like to do it is to text my therapist and then Mm -hmm. she sends me voice memos back in return. Um, I don't know why, but that arrangement really works for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I like being able to write out my thoughts and kind of like think about how I really feel and maybe like take time to find the right way to express how I'm feeling before Mm -hmm. just blurting it out. And I don't like... The way traditional therapy is, you have to just get it all out in one hour a week. Mm-hmm. Um, with Talkspace, you have the time to do it on your terms. So it's pretty great. Um, I Lucy, love it. What's what's our promo code? Uh, for $30 off your first month of therapy, go to Talkspace.com forward slash gals, G-A-L-S, Woo! and yeah. it'll get you on your way comfortably financially speaking to uh mm-hmm. connecting with a therapist which by the way if you don't drive with them right away you can always uh ask for a new one mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah yeah you can you can re- yeah you can I definitely did. change 
Yeah. I'm glad I did. I got lucky with Emily on the first try. I've been with her since day one. But, I mean, it's super common that you're not going to connect immediately with your first you know, mm-hmm. person. So it's They're, not a big deal at all. Everything about this program is very accommodating. So again, go to talkspace.com forward slash gals and give it a try. Yes. Yeah. Treat your damn brain. brains. We're very proud of the folks who honestly, any service that you use or any steps that you take to, uh, prioritize prioritize your mental health is awesome but people who have been coming forward and being like hey i just started talk space or i just did this or that because of the show it's like we love hearing that shit so share your yeah, stories it's really exciting yeah it's yeah. amazing we love you and we want you to be happy and healthy and free mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. okay and now a word from our other sponsor oh <laughs> Away creates special luggage designed to be resilient, resourceful, and essential to the way you travel today. Away uses high-quality materials while offering a much lower price compared to other brands by cutting out the middleman, or woman, person, Mm -hmm. and selling directly (laughs) to you. Uh, You can choose from a variety of colors and four sizes. They've got the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium, or the larger if if you've got an extended stay. Yep. Um, all suitcases are made with a premium German polycarbonate. Oh, oof, polycarbonate. Oof, German polycarbonate. Oof, I don't know how to do a German accent. I'm going to stop. Unrivaled in strength and impact resistance. And they're also very lightweight, which is important. Mm-hmm. Um, the interior features a patent pending compression system. So that's really helpful for overpackers like myself. Uh, uh, yeah. All I that craft <laughs> Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much I travel, I still overpack. It's really, really a bad habit. Yeah. Uh, but with away luggage, um, they help me out by compressing everything down. You can fit a lot more in. Um, four 360-degree spinner wheels, which guarantee a smooth ride. This is absolutely essential once you... Once you go four wheels, you never go back, oh, folks. Let me and tell airports you. are just getting bigger, you guys. They're expanding. They're yeah. huge. Running to catch your flight while also eating a bagel is a lot easier with four 360-degree spinner wheels that guarantee a smooth ride. Mm-hmm. Also, I have back pain, and it's much better uh, to have the four mm-hmm. spinner wheels because then you can spin it alongside you as you walk instead of dragging it behind you, which mm-hmm. is bad for your back and your posture. Okay. Um, there's also a TSA-approved combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft. Stay, Keep your hands off my craft Parmesan. Mm-hmm. Um, and removable washable laundry tag or laundry bag keeps dirty clothes separate from clean clothes. I so freaking stanky. Love that feature my favorite so much. Thing. <laughs> um, yeah. Each size uh, of the carry-on, so both the regular carry-on and the bigger carry-on, are able to charge any kind of cell phone, tablet, e-reader, anything else that's powered by a USB cord. So it has that input. So you can literally charge your phone or whatever little entertainment piece you're using on the plane from your carry-on. I love it. A single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your iPhone five times, you guys. And That's awesome. Just using your phone up in the air for, like, entertainment, it because you're not connected to internet or anything, it can drain your battery so much faster. So that feature is amazing. Um, another thing I absolutely love about these bags is that they carry a lifetime warranty. Lifetime. Yes. If anything breaks, they fix or replace it for you for life. Literally. It's awesome. Um, they also offer a 100-day trial, so you get to use it, live with it, vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it, 
do, you know, try it out in any way you see fit. If at any point you decide it's not for you, you can just return it for a full refund. No questions asked. It's not like trying to cancel your Comcast subscription. They're just going to take it and let you go on your way. Um, mm -hmm. Free shipping <laughs> on any away order within the lower 48 states. Sorry, um, Alaska. Yeah, sorry about that. And also <laughs> the carry-on sizes, and this is really important to me who flies Spirit a lot, they're compliant with all major U.S. airlines. So they maximize the amount that you can pack, but they're going to be approved to be brought in as a carry-on and you're not going to be charged to check it. I love that. So mm -hmm. um, another added bonus, if you live near or around New York City or you're ever in that area, they do have a retail store. So check out the Away retail store. You can actually go like touch and interact with the products and see what you think. I got the standard uh, carry-on size in black, just classic so that it matches my other luggage, although this... This is my favorite luggage of all time, and mm. I've tried a lot, y'all. Girl travels um, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite two features, I couldn't pick just one, but my favorite two features are how much you can fit in, mm -hmm. um, and then also uh, the USB charger, which yep. is so key because I've got an old phone and the battery dies fast, and so being able to charge it on the go is super key for me and it also just reduces anxiety so you're not like worried that your phone's gonna die yep um also the exterior material is really durable so some of other suitcases that i bought get scratched up pretty quickly but this this baby looks pristine can't wait um, i cannot wait to use our own promo code to buy mine because yep. kenyan got the free one yep. from the advertiser yeah, but i want that carry-on bag so badly i almost never check a bag and it looks amazing mm -hmm. so i'm doing it yeah they're gorgeous and they come in an array of colors that are really cute mm -hmm. um Okay, so for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com. That's A-W-A-Y-T-R-A-V-E-L.com uh, forward slash gals, G-A-L-S, and use promo code gals during checkout. So again, $20 off a suitcase. Visit awaytravel.com forward slash gals and use promo code gals during checkout. And you will be away on your trip. That I am life. literally going to this <laughs> website right now during Kenyon's case to I buy myself a bag. I am shopping right now. <laughs> that entire <laughs> ad. They're I was great. looking at the website. I, I encourage you. Love it. Okay. Speaking of my case. Speaking so. of away. <laughs> and away we go. Mm -hmm. um, so this case. Oh, wait. Sorry. <clears throat> this case has everything. Yes. Murder. Stefan. <laughs> God. Romance, questionable hair, <laughs> and a cruise ship. Yes. So New York's hottest club is <laughs> this case. Murder case. <laughs> um, okay, I'm it started. So <laughs> it started like any other fairy tale romance. High school sweethearts Robert McGill and Shirley Jean Longstreet mm. were like any other teenage couple: sweet, innocent green in a non-eco-friendly type of way <laughs> and you don't know that they short-lived <laughs> yeah they probably weren't though okay okay so the two dated in high school robert and shirley um but the relationship came to an end as they tend to do and the two went their separate ways but 
just like in my personal fantasy that I have had countless times about uh-huh. Minnetonka High School senior football <laughs> star Brian O'Meara. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, shout out. <laughs> call me sunshine he was a senior and i was a freshman and he would see me in the he hallway and he'd give me a high five she was and a he'd girl. say hey sunshine and Ooh. i was like oh my god i love you i'm in love with you uh-huh. and i think it was because he couldn't remember my name but i don't care it seems a little pervy <laughs> considering he was probably 18 and you were 14 at the time. No. He was not no. hitting on me. I was the pervy one. Oh, He's okay. like a sweet big brother and yeah, yeah. Kenyon's lust was insatiable. I was thirsty. <laughs> she was yeah. real thirsty. <laughs> Kenny's thirsty. <laughs> Kenny's thirsty. Oh what? god damn it. Uh, new hashtag that I'm gonna hate forever. Okay, so like this fantasy of mine about Brian O'Meara, uh, the two reunited 30 years later after their initial love oh. at their high school reunion. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. The flame rekindled. Um, Shirley and Robert married in Las Vegas in 2003 and combined their families from both of their previous marriages, uh, embarking on a sort of like Brady Bunch style journey of love. Uh Um, and one would hope that this would be a happily ever after, but not on this show. No, never. No. No. Uh, Robert's previous marriage had crumbled in 1998 in an excruciating two-and-a-half-year divorce proceeding that ended uh, with Robert filing for bankruptcy Mm -hmm. in 2001. Always. Of course. I mean, divorce is hard. Um, Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to... The aren't that complicated either. (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like a lot of couples... Oftentimes, you're getting married on fairly, like... Similar financial footing. Yeah. So, I mean, I would never in a million years where I'm at right now with, like, the caliber of men that I'm seeing ever <laughs> think about <laughs> needing a prenup. <laughs> like, ever. Yeah, Lucy, do you have a prenup? <laughs> yeah. Didn't think so. <laughs> so... Yeah. Okay. I was like, shit, do I need to think about one more thing before July? You super don't. You're good. (laughs) I do need to think about a will, though. Yeah, we've established that we all need a fucking will. Yeah. Real Mm. bad. Okay, so in uh, his bankruptcy filing, Robert listed assets to the tune of $100,000, which is like, okay. Uh, But his debts were five times that amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his finances were a bit of a mess, uh, but, you know, financial woes are not. Shirley still welcomed Robert into her life again after all of these years with open arms. Mm-hmm. She wanted mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, she wanted that dick again. She was hungry yeah. for it. Yeah. Get yours, girl. Get Come yours. Come on, Bobby. Been missing that good, good. <laughs> Okay. That's so, good, good. What? That good. That good, good. I hate it so fucking much. <laughs> I hate that so much. Okay. Robert uh, seemed like the perfect husband, friend, and neighbor. Uh-huh. Um, he devoted his life to working with at risk youth in Los Angeles. So, like, Lesson. that's kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, working for the L.A. County Office of Education since 1979. Ooh, long career. Long career. Yeah. 
Quote, Bob and Shirley loved each other very much. Their marriage was the most important thing in his life, said Paul White, a fellow teacher at the school where uh, Robert taught. And they were childhood sweethearts. Mm-hmm. So on paper, everything's good, y'all. Um, same, same fellow teacher uh, said that he worked with McGill for nearly 11 years and knew him to be calm and pleasant. Again, quote, he is a great friend. He's great with kids. He's a great dad. He's a great husband. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that Paul White was not an English teacher because he needs to work <laughs> on his adjectives. Get a fucking thesaurus, you dingus. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. He's great. He's great. Great. He's great. I'm a biology <laughs> teacher who teaches biology. And I am great at it. <laughs> okay. Um, of course, because of fucking patriarchy, um, there's plenty of reporting on how wonderful a man and what an upstanding citizen Robert was. Mm-hmm. And very little public information about Shirley. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure she so, was just a insufferable bitch (laughs) who totally deserved whatever is about to be coming to her that is sarcasm yeah let's make that very fucking clear before we get any angry emails i'm being sarcastic (laughs) yeah okay so what we do know is that she was a devoted wife and mother Um, And that only a week before her fateful cruise, she'd celebrated her 55th birthday and also retirement from the State Department of Motor Vehicles. DMV, baby! Oh, one of the most thankless jobs in the fucking world, I I know. I'd be prepared to do just about anything if I had to work there for that long. (laughs) Well, and good for her for being able to retire. Yeah, Yeah, always. Being able to retire at 55, like, that's a big deal. No one gets to do that anymore. She must have put out a tip jar. If I worked the DMV, I would have a tip jar. That is not legal, but congratulations. (laughs) It would be concealed as an old coffee mug, and I would just Uh wink at people. Okay. (laughs) They would know. I just like to keep my own money in my coffee mug on the counter and wink at you and gesture towards it. And if it grows, it's not not my problem. A long Um, career at the DMV. (laughs) 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 Robert... Also, okay, anecdote, of course. Um, So when I was in Girl Scouts, my Girl Scout troop always did, like, the weirdest shit. Yeah, because your mom was was your troop leader. (laughs) We always just did really weird shit. It was not, like, typical badge-earning activities. Mm -mm. And so one of our activities, no idea what badge it was for, probably, like, public service or something. Cleaning out your mom's shed badge. (laughs) (laughs) cutting the grass around the trees with clippers with scissors (laughs) small scissors nail scissors you guys this is yeah too real Mm. (laughs) okay no but one time we our troop we were probably in like i don't know sixth grade and we went to the local dmv and they let they taught us how to like check for fuel emissions amazing amazing and so we literally little like this little troop of sixth graders were out there like checking people's exhaust pipes that's so interesting because that's (laughs) that's no longer required in the state of minnesota emissions testing is like regular emissions testing is not a requirement in minnesota anymore so i wonder when that stopped but you got a rare glimpse 
It's yeah, still required in it. a lot of places on the East Coast, but not here. We can and be we as nasty t- as we want with our cars. <laughs> we got to tell a guy that he failed. Nice. <laughs> Just Did a six-year-old girl. <laughs> the guy, the look, I can remember it so clearly, the look on this man's face as all of our little blonde heads walked up to the door. And we were like, sir, I'm sorry to inform you that your car has failed this Am I a fucking candid camera? Is there like, an adult what? I can speak with? <laughs> can I talk to your manager? By, by the way, I am completely picturing this. Beverly Hills Troop 90210 in this oh, yeah. scenario. Yeah. Like we're in full costume. Like, was Shelly nope. Long with you? <laughs> oh my god. I just, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't thought about that in a while. Okay. Amazing. So, uh, Robert was also planning his impending retirement, so they had a lot uh, to celebrate mm-hmm. on this cruise. Um, and the two had also uh, recently agreed to move to Oregon uh, so they could be closer to Shirley's family and her children from her previous marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so big happy stuff is going on for them. So um, the two embarked on a five-day cruise to Mexico. Oh, yeah. In uh, July of 2009, aboard the Carnival cruise ship Elation. Ugh, such a bad idea, Jesus. but okay. We've already covered why uh-huh. cruises are floating death traps. Yep. Um, Here's just one of another million reasons why. Yeah. Okay, so on July 14th, Robert's 55th birthday, uh, he celebrated by drinking heavily in port at Cabo San Lucas. Uh-huh. As I apparently do. cannot say anything in Spanish without a man- Minnesotan accent. You got to. <laughs> you got to <laughs> use the accent. It's so good. Uh, reportedly, his drink of choice was Scorpion Mezcal Añejo Tequila. Okay. Mm. Um, of which he drank half the bottle plus seven or eight beers out of a bucket. Oh, my God. Mm. Bucket of beer. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, that's Cabo for uh, you. It's vacation, <laughs> man. <Yeah>. Cabo, baby. <laughs> it's college. Um, Cabo. Yes, <laughs> fifty-five. Okay, he then returned to the ship and proceeded to beat and strangle his beloved wife Shirley in the bathroom of their cruise ship cabin with his bare hands. What the oh, fuck? Okay. Where did that come from? Yeah, it's a great question. Nobody fucking knows. Did she Literally? tell him he failed his emissions test? <laughs> That's not funny. But, like, maybe. I mean, we don't know why it happened, apparently. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. We don't We don't know why it happened. Robert later claimed that the scorpion on the bottle of Mezcal, like, literally the, the brand mm-hmm. on the tequila bottle, fueled his murderous rage. Oh, Are you sure I mean, it wasn't? Sometimes they have little scorpions or worms or whatever floating in the bottom of those bottles. Did he mean he consumed oh, maybe, it? Maybe. Maybe that is what he meant. I don't know. He just. Either way, it's bullshit. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't like, know. More bullshit one way than the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, what a fucking freak. Afterward, Robert changed his clothes. Went up to the tap deck mm-hmm. and smoked a cigar. Ooh, oh, he's just celebrating. Yeah. What an asshole. Uh, yeah. Fucking asshole. I don't like that. He, at all. 
He then had still more drinks with another couple on the cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Just went and had some had some beers. Their children weren't on this cruise, right? No. 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 Um, according to court records, when the other couple who were having drinks with him uh, inquired about his wife, like, hey, where's Shirley? Like, did she go to bed? You know, whatever. But it was early still. It wasn't late at night. Mm-hmm. He straight up told them he had killed her. What? That is so ballsy. And he was just like, oh, I killed her. She's dead I killed her. in, in I mean, my cabin. You got to imagine that More they beers? thought it was like a bad joke. Right. <laughs> another round, another yeah. bucket. What the fuck? Yeah, what did they do? I don't know, but I would imagine they thought he was joking. Mm-hmm. Like, how else could you interpret that in the moment? So they did not alert the authorities. Well, we don't know. Here, next sentence. Okay. The death was reported to Carnival crew members by a concerned fellow passenger around 8.20 p.m. And okay, so, we so it don't could know... have been one of them, but we're not sure. Gotcha. Yeah, we don't know if it was one of those people or if it was somebody else. And if it was somebody else, we don't know how they were alerted to Shirley's condition. Okay. Um, so we don't really know. But it was around 8.20 p.m. that the crew members found out, and authorities later placed the time of Shirley's death at about two hours before that, so around 6.20 p.m. Uh, okay? Uh-huh. So, like, some serious fucking day drinking also. Uh-huh. Yeah, too early to be so drunk you murder someone. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Fucking pace yourself. 9 p.m., I can see it. <laughs> Glass of water between each drink, y'all. That is the fucking... Rule. And a scorpion. That's how scorpion to not each. murder someone you love. Eat one scorpion and drink one mm-hmm. 16 ounce glass of water between each beverage, and you <laughs> might be able to avoid murdering someone. Maybe. And wear sunscreen because that basically Always. doubles the intoxication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, wear sunscreen. I've learned that the hard way. Okay. Let's You've not even the go way, there like with Kenyan sunburn. Oh times. my God. I am so pasty, you yeah. guys. Oh, okay. we know. <laughs> so, um, authorities, oh, no, already said that. Okay. Robert was not in the room when, uh, Shirley's body was found, but he was, uh, quickly taken into custody, uh, by ship security later on. Mm-hmm. Um, so like at least the crews did that. Right. Um, he was placed in the brig, uh, Amazing. and about 20 FBI agents intercepted the ship on a U.S. Coast Guard cutter. Damn. And interviewed Robert. So the crew's the crew basically must have contacted the um, Coast Guard and then mm-hmm. the FBI hauled ass and got out there to interview him. Yeah, when the ship isn't trying to cover up their own like mysterious death, then they'll actually step in and do something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when <laughs> they realize that it couldn't have been any fault of their own. Right. He also wasn't even really drinking on the ship. He was right. drinking in the port. So yeah. the cruise ship, they actually like did no liability whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Um, the FBI also interviewed more than fifty witnesses aboard the ship. Damn. Uh, all of this while the elation was still cruising at sea. Oh my god, dinner and a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your uh, in-flight entertainment. <laughs> I would be seeking a refund, but also, like, sticking on the cruise ship. <laughs> Are you kidding? If there was a murder mystery party on a cruise... I know that this isn't a murder mystery party. This is a murder. <laughs> Take out a mystery party. <laughs> you know, 
trying to say. Sure. If someone wasn't actually dead, but if... Okay, I'm moving on. Katie so, would be <laughs> thrilled to be aboard a ship so with an active murder investigation. The only thing that would get me on a cruise ship. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fair okay. enough. I'm with you. Um, all right. Robert McGill was officially arrested when the elation docked in San Diego. Um, FBI agents were seen exiting the ship carrying bags largely marked refrigerated evidence. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. No, thanks. Okay. <laughs> that was not um, craft Parmesan. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, an autopsy conducted by the San Diego County Medical Examiner concluded that Shirley died of strangulation and blunt force injury to her head and torso. Hmm. Um, quote, it doesn't make any sense. You're talking about a situation that just doesn't have any connection to the people I know as neighbors, mm -hmm. said Michael Hoogerty. I don't know how to say his name. Hoogerty. Not Brian O'Meara, so he doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sunshine. Um, who lived uh, on the McGill's quiet cul-de-sac in the San Fernando Valley area of L.A. Mm. Um. Bob and Shirley never said anything negative about each other. I saw Bob a couple days before they left. He was excited. He was looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. So there were just no warning signs whatsoever. Yeah. Well, domestic They've abuse will do that. They've been married for five years. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't... I didn't find any evidence of documented domestic abuse. It very well could have been present. We right. just... I, There's no evidence. I feel like there is a much slimmer chance of him attacking and killing her out of fucking nowhere than there is that there was abuse happening that there is no evidence of. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. However, yeah. it's yeah. also been like alcohol is the only substance we've talked about this before that is not just correlationally linked, but like scientifically linked to increase aggression. Yep. So yeah. it could have been some fluke scenario where he came back. Maybe she was frustrated with him for being all wasty face and it just yeah. escalated, escalated and he fucking went off. You yeah. never know. I'm not, totally. I mean, I'm speculating snapped. wildly. You never know. Yeah, I could see it either way. We mm -hmm. just don't have the information. Mm -hmm. um, okay, McGill uh, pled guilty to charges of second degree murder, admitting that he had deliberately and intentionally killed his wife, but I think there weren't any signs of premeditation. Mm -hmm. So um, that's why it was second degree. Um, Robert apologized for his actions at his sentencing, but he didn't explain why he killed Shirley. It's so he, weird. He himself might not have known. Like, no motive. Yeah. Seemingly, and anyway. He, and he pled guilty yeah. and apologized. So it's it's very it's just all very strange. Mm -hmm. um, his defense attorney said McGill was a good man who had made a horrible mistake after getting drunk. Ugh, of course. It's like okay, uh, McGill himself spoke briefly, saying that he was remorseful. "Quote: I really don't have the words to make anyone feel better." Ugh. Which like ew. Um, I yeah. I know I've done a horrible thing. Mm -hmm. It's like putting it fucking lightly, but okay. At least you're remorseful mm -hmm. somewhat. Um, U.S. Chief District Judge Irma Gonzalez. God bless. 
said she didn't buy that excuse, mm -hmm. noting that after beating his wife to death, Robert cleaned himself up and then went to the upper deck to smoke a fucking cigar. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and if you have the wherewithal to do all of that, like, I know you're saying you're drunk, but I've been so drunk that I could not, like, get to a toilet, let alone dress right. myself and smoke a cigar after murdering someone with my bare hands. So, yeah. not dying You could have been that drunk because you were physically mobile Functioning. could light a cigar. Like, yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense. No. And if yeah. he had been, like, apparently super drunk, I doubt that they would have served him more alcohol and that the people he was yeah. hanging out with wouldn't be like, um, you need to go to bed. On the ship, yeah. for sure. I imagine in, like, some bar in Cabo, they don't give a fuck about over-serving their patrons. They just want to make money. But yeah. the ship... He was on the ship yeah. afterwards, Yeah, is, is liable for you. Yeah, so I could see that. Like, he had... Yeah, like you're saying, he at least had to be hiding some visible forms of intoxication to keep being served. Right, yeah. He could not have been so drunk... No. ...to not know what he was doing. It's impossible. Does not make sense. was fucking mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also important to commend the prosecuting attorney in this case, uh, which is Assistant U.S. Attorney Jason Forge, who, after listening to witness after witness for the defense, praise how wonderful a man Robert was. Mm -hmm. He got up there and said that the brutal death of Shirley Longstreet McGill should fucking outweigh whatever good Robert had done yep. in yep. his life. Yep. So, preach. Quote. Whatever decency Mr. McGill had, he left on the floor of that bathroom next to Shirley's beaten, bleeding, and broken body. Oh, my Ooh, God. Oh, that gives me chills. Ooh. Yeah, I have goosebumps. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, the judge agreed. She noted Shirley McGill likely did not die right away and said uh, that the actions of Robert after the beating showed that he had some awareness of what he was doing, like mm -hmm. we just said, and was not completely out of it from mm -hmm. his excessive drinking. I mean, lighting a cigar isn't fucking easy. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Um, Robert McGill was sentenced to life in prison. It's like, fuck you. Yep. Later. Bye. Yeah. Um, now that my case is mostly wrapped up, mm -hmm. you might be thinking, hey, I thought there was going to be questionable hair. Oh, yes. Uh -oh. <laughs> and don't worry. I have not let you down. Uh, because go check out photos of fucking Robert McGill on the drive, y'all. Oh, wow. You're welcome, Internet. Oh, Do you my see him? God. With the black His cowboy, cowboy hat. hat is fucking amazing. Wow. Yep. That is one squared off beard. It's so square. <laughs> it reminds me of those like those fad haircuts for fluffy dogs in Japan where they're yes. like a perfect box. <laughs> yes, where it's like a topiary, but it's actually a dog. Yeah. With eyes. Um, Facial topiaries. Um, also, do you see the do you see the photo of the of the FBI agent escorting yep. him off the like walking the plank essentially? That hair is long. So when I first found this photo, I don't know why, but in my brain, I was thinking that <laughs> the guy in black, the, clearly the FBI agent, I thought that that was Robert mm. and that the FBI agent was this schlubby dude. It's because of the sunglasses. Hippie Santa hair. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. like hippie Santa, except he's a fucking murderer. So there's that. All right. So go check all that out on the blog, whiningcrimepodcast.com. That is my case. Oh, nice. my God. What a motherfucker. <laughs> what a piece of shit. The cigar just kills it.
Care Of is a monthly subscription vitamin service made from effective quality ingredients personally tailored to your exact needs. So even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be really hard to still get all the nutrients that your body really needs for long-term health. And so Care Of's fun online quiz makes it really easy to figure out uh, what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. Um, it's this short quiz, it's really well designed. Um, it asks you about your diet, your health goals, lifestyle choices. Um, it asks you about how uh, you feel about taking vitamins and supplements. If you're really into it, you do it a lot, or if you're still kind of skeptical or still learning the ropes. Um, it's really tailored to you. Um, and then uh, Care Of takes uh, the answers and creates a personalized vitamin pack just for you. It's so cool the way they do it. Your subscription box includes individually wrapped packets with your specific vitamins and supplements for easy grab and go. And their packaging is mm -hmm. freaking adorable. You'll receive a 30-day supply shipped right to your door. It could not be more convenient. Yeah, I have just recently started taking mine. I really loved the quiz, and I did love that it included the, like, how do you feel about vitamins? Because I'm, I've am i been, like, a gummy vitamins randomly throughout my life kind of person <laughs> up in, well into my late 20s. So this, Gummies in general. <laughs> literally, if, like, you could give me a Sour Patch Kid and be like, it's vitamin D, and I'd be like, great on board. Um, so, Orange, there's vitamin C. Yeah. So this has been a nice transition for me from what little to nothing I knew about vitamins and like what I should be taking into a much more concise, like very simple, each pack is put together for you. It's custom to what you are kind of your desired outcome, what you're looking for. I specifically uh, answered a lot of the questions, just looking for a little bit more energy uh, throughout my day. And yeah, I've definitely been noticing some improvements and it's just made it super, super easy. I grab a pack in the morning when I have my morning OJ and uh, just down them and I'm ready to go. I'm on my day. So I love it. I think it's a great opportunity to explore the world of vitamins. Um, I'm actually on the opposite end of the spectrum in that I am a vitamin crazy person <laughs> and take probably seven <laughs> different vitamins daily. Yes. Um, but signing up for Care Of, um, I still was able to find uh, two new vitamins that um, I don't take, but I think will fit in really nicely into my daily mm -hmm. routine. Um, so I'm really excited about switching it up. Uh, so for 25% off your first month of personalized Care Of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com. So T-A-K-E-C-A-R-E-O-F.com and enter GALS, G-A-L-S. Again, 25% off your first month of totally tailored to you, personalized care of vitamins. Visit TakeCareOf.com and enter the promo code GALS. If you've listened to our show before, you have heard us talk about FrameBridge. So you know they make it super easy and affordable to custom frame your favorite things from print and posters to just photos on your phone, things from your Instagram feed, daily, daily stuff. But... Did you also know that a custom framed photo from FrameBridge makes for the perfect Mother's Day gift? And it's ridiculously easy. You can order in a few minutes and FrameBridge will send a one-of-a-kind framed picture that your mom will love. So that perfect gift for mom is probably already on your phone. Uh, definitely is. And here's yep. how it works. Just go to FrameBridge.com. Pick a great photo of yourself. Can't be that hard. You and Ma Duncan. The 
<laughs> the expert team at Framebridge will frame it and send it straight to you, or they can deliver straight to your mom in time, in time for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Preview your item online in any frame style. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. Mm. The amazing team at Framebridge will expertly frame your item in days, literal days, you mm-hmm. guys, not weeks or months, mm-hmm. and deliver your finished gift ready to hang. It's crazy. And the best part is... Instead of the hundreds of dollars you'd pay at a framing store, they're, they're so expensive, you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. The prices at Framebridge start at $39, and all shipping is free. Mm-hmm. Plus, our listeners, mm-hmm. you are special listeners, get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use the promo code GALS, G-A-L-S. Framebridge has thousands of five-star reviews and even offers a happiness guarantee. If for any reason you aren't 100% satisfied with your order, they will make it right. They will. Um, You guys have heard me talk about how much I love Framebridge just for myself, selfishly, (laughs) in my home. Um, But I recently (laughs) did actually order... Uh, an item through Framebridge for my mother for Mother's mm-hmm. Day. Um, she, I didn't do a photo from my phone, but my mom has like stashes of $2 prints from farmers Cute. markets and estate sales, like piling up in her home. <laughs> and like someday she'll have to be like dug out from behind <laughs> them. And so God. one day, <laughs> no. Uh, so I sent her uh, this. Framebridge offer um, on me, you know, for Mother's Day, and she got to pick out her frame, mm-hmm. and, and we chatted on the phone and picked out the frame together, and and then it arrived at her house just a couple days later, so she's thrilled. That's so cool, too, because, like, obviously you guys are separated by an entire ocean, so it's still, if you're separated from your loved one by distance, it's still kind of a cool thing you can do together. It was super, And a great gift that you can give. That's very inexpensive. <laughs> the best part it of it. It was great. It was great. <laughs> Um, and it's, you know, more personal than, than flowers or chocolates or whatever. Um, okay. But also chocolate yeah, is great, chocolate. so send that to Sure. <laughs> okay, so uh, you can order a custom gift for any mom in your life, uh, personalized right from their phone or something they already have printed. Um, just go to framebridge.com and use the promo code GALS, G-A-L-S, to save an additional 15% off your first order. Again, framebridge.com, promo code GALS. Love it. Treat your walls. <laughs> Treat your mom. We are going to talk about one of the most badass women I have ever stumbled across in my lifetime. Are you ready for this? Ooh. Ready. I think I know what this is. I, I think I know what this is. I really hope you don't, but I also hope you do. But I also hope mm. you don't. Um, <laughs> Susan Kuhnhausen of Portland, Oregon, is a staunch, hardworking nurse, well-versed in the daily struggle of wrangling scared and altered patients in the ER, working on her feet all goddamn day, not being paid nearly enough for her hard work, and Mm -hmm. coming home to a real gem of a husband. Add that into the mix, and you've got one of the most patient and hardy women on planet Earth. Bless. Mm Mm-hmm. Michael Kuhnhausen worked Mm. as a janitor at the local haunt fantasy adult video, which like, Mm. let's be real. That has to be another one of the worst jobs ever next to the DMV. The janitor at an adult video. Just breaking blankets in half. (laughs) So much, so much stride come. Oh dear God. The smell. So Mm -hmm. much comet. Uh, Comet. Come. Greatest mixture. Comet. 
Comet. <laughs> Leechy. Anyway, um, Trouble in Paradise came to a turbulent head in their marriage. Uh, Michael had tried to talk his wife out of divorcing him. She was like, this needs to be done. We've been married for X number of years. We're not happy. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't want to get divorced, but she was ready to move on with her life and be free of him. Michael was getting a lot out of this marriage. He depended on his wife for financial support and uh, insurance benefits from her job. Um, Mm. And if Susan, who was seven years his junior, had divorced him, he would be homeless and penniless. Penniless. Huh? Penniless. Penniless. He also sounds like a real Kuhnhausen. Yeah, he's a Kuhnhausen of a Kuhnhausen. He had suggested marriage counseling, but she was not into it. She wanted to be done. And Michael felt he had no choice but to have her murdered before the divorce became final. God Oh, of course. It. In 2005. Because just getting another job and paying your own damn bills is impossible. Right, right. And, you know, letting your wife, like, exhibit move her on. autonomy and move on with her fucking life. But anyway. Live her life. That's, yeah, that's not possible. In 2005, Michael hired 59-year-old Edward Dalton, ha- Edward Dalton Haffy, as a part-time janitor at Fantasy Video. Haffy, mm-hmm. a heavy cocaine user, had just finished a 20-year stretch in an Oregon state prison for conspiracy to commit murder. He'd also been convicted of robbery, burglary, and numerous other crimes involving drugs. Kuhnhausen right. considered Haffy, a longtime criminal, a great candidate for the murder assignment. <laughs> Oh, dear God. So two fucking yahoos yep. in an adult video store mopping the floors <laughs> One are going to plot a murder. Haffy. Jesus. I hope he haffy assed it. Dude. You know he you know did. Yeah. yeah. We'll get there. Haffy. Uh, he offered the ex-con a $50,000 cut of Susan's life insurance since uh, Michael was broke without Susan and his plan was to kill her, not get divorced. And get the life insurance policy. So he mm-hmm. offered 50 grand of that incoming life insurance to Haffy to carry this mm-hmm. out. Um, dazzled at the prospect of so much money, Haffy <laughs> agreed to kill his former boss's wife. Jeez. So, September 6th, 2006. Using a house key that Michael Kuhnhausen had given him, Haffy entered Susan and Michael's Portland home. He deactivated he the- He used in- a key? Yeah. Well, he's with the husband. They're not divorced yet. I know, but wouldn't that be a dead giveaway? Couldn't he just, shouldn't have he admit, I can't speak English. Couldn't he have made it look like a break-in? Yeah, that would have been smarter, but this is, again, Uh, crack team mopping the cum floors of the video store (laughs) are not thinking this all the way through. (laughs) He entered the home and was like, hey, you call a plumber? Yeah. Need your pipes? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen this in the movies. Isn't this what you like? Anyway. So he, he uh, lets himself in. He deactivates their intrusion alarm. He removes a claw hammer from his backpack Uh-oh. and waits. On the kitchen table lay a note from Michael informing his wife that he was spending the day at the beach. The stage had been set for the cold-blooded home invasion killing that won't look anything like a home invasion. I'm always he suspicious of notes. Alibi. I'm mm-hmm. always... Yeah. Nobody leaves a note. You send him mm-hmm. a text. This was mm-hmm. like, what, 2000-something? Yeah. Yeah, we've all got cell phones. Exactly. Yeah. 
So around 6 p.m., Susan, having completed her shift at the Providence Portland Medical Center, pulls into the driveway alongside the dwelling. She lets herself into the house and is wondering who had turned off the alarm when she receives mm. a glancing blow to the back of the head. Oh, my God. With a claw hammer. With a, with the, in the, he used the claw side of the hammer, oh too, to hit her. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. She turned and came face to face with a man with stringy hair. We've got more questionable hair in this case. Um, (laughs) And a long beard. He stood about five foot nine and weighed 170 pounds. And although she was two inches shorter than her attacker, Susan outweighed her intruder by 80 pounds. You go, girl. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't he wasn't like a very big man. Nope. And before he could strike her again, she wrestled him to the floor and got him into a chokehold. Yes. (laughs) She squeezed as hard as she could, and within a matter of minutes, he stopped breathing and went limp. Oh, my with God. A, yep. With a dead man lying on her kitchen floor, the slightly injured Susan walked next door to call 911 from a neighbor's home. According to CNN, quote, the neighbor said Kuhnhausen wasn't too shaken up when she fled to her house. Quote, you didn't need to calm her. Neighbor Ann Warnock said, she's an emergency room nurse. She's used to dealing with crisis. She was very clear thinking and took care of the problem. Another neighbor oh said. So he got in one blow and one then she blow. just killed she him. She wrestled him, him and- to the ground and choked him to death with her bare hands. Oh, wow. my God. Yup. Another neighbor said, quote, anybody that could be the type of nurse she has been for so long says a lot about her compassion and love, but... She knows when to put her foot down, and she doesn't take crap from anybody. <laughs> like trying to be murdered. <laughs> oh yeah, my like, God. not today, Satan. <laughs> She's so good. <laughs> Susan, testifying in court, said, quote, I yelled, who sent you here? Yelled again, who sent you here? She relied on her. So she knew. Oh, she fucking she knew. She knew. She relied on. You don't say who sent you here if you think it's just a burglar. Right? She fucking knew. Oh, she's not an idiot. She relied yeah. on her hospital self-defense training and began to bite, hit, and choke Haffy. Quote, he turned blue as I told him, you're not going to kill me. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> she killed him. Police <laughs> later found notes in Haffy's backpack linking him to Michael Kuhnhausen. Susan called it a cowardly plan. This is my favorite fucking part of the story. He brought a backpack with notes from yep. the person who hired him to be a hitman to the hit. His name yep. is Happy. He ain't that smart. Okay. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Here is the greatest quote of the entire co- uh, case. <clears throat> this is Susan. If I ever believed you deserve to be dead, I would at least have the balls to kill you myself, she declared in court. <laughs> <laughs> to Michael? Yes. yes. Oh she my said God. it to his face. She's so good. <laughs> Uh, in, in Michael's statement to the court, he said, quote, I heard a lot of people over the last year, and I'm sorry. That's all I can say. I'm sorry. Susan literally laughed out loud in court at her estranged <laughs> husband's statement, but then began to cry. She Aww. later reported that she was grateful her former husband apologized, but she was also happy to know that he, too, is suffering because, like, fuck you. I imagine mm-hmm. a lot of her reactions were a mixture of joy, relief, pain, you know. There's a lot going on. Can you imagine the person that you've lived with that long Mm -hmm. trying to have you fucking murdered for money? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Exactly. Uh, Michael pled guilty to soliciting to commit aggravated murder and was sentenced to 10 years in prison, which doesn't seem long enough, but whatever. 
He never completed his sentence, however, because he died behind bars of prostate cancer in June of 2014 at the ripe age of 65, which is Mm -hmm. kind of fortunate for Susan because even with Michael behind bars, she still lived in fear of another attacker being sicked on her to the extent that she took different routes to work daily, tried never to follow the same routine patterns, and sometimes if she was being followed by a vehicle for too long, she would pull over and take down the license plate number. She had serious PTSD. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Big time. Um, before Michael bit the dust in 2000, before Michael bit the dust in 2014, in 2008, Susan won a million dollar civil suit against him. A Multnomah, I don't know how to pronounce these names, mm-hmm. county circuit court jury unanimously awarded uh, Susan $53,700 for her medical expenses and lost wages after the attack. And the jury, um, 11 to 1, also agreed that she deserved $1 million for emotional distress. Uh, Although... But isn't he broke, though? Yep, that's the next part. Susan's Mm. lawyer said, don't expect Michael to ever earn enough to pay the full amount of the settlement, but it did provide some level of assurance that he won't be able to afford to hire someone else to murder his wife. Because um, every cent that he earns in prison, like filing license plates, yep, is going to go to her. her. Okay. Um, and especially with Michael dying in prison, I'm fairly confident she never received the full amount of the settlement. And since these are civil proceedings, when somebody dies, it's not like on the state to continue paying out those mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. allotments. So mm-hmm. she probably didn't make much out of the deal, but at least the poor woman can like be at some peace now that she's not in any danger. But yeah, Jeez. she's amazing. I love you, Susan. Cr- yep. Keep crushing. Literally yep. wrestled to the ground and choked out. That's insane. She literally crushed it. it. I'm not going to die today or you're not going to kill me is what she fucking said to him. And then she killed him. Like, I love her so that's, much. That's amazing and makes me want to go to the gym and actually build up some upper body strength. Yep. It reminds yep. me of that um, uh, Fitbit thing that happened like a year ago. That woman was wearing a Fitbit and she was attacked like in the on mm. a trail and the Fitbit mm-hmm. tracked like the struggle, the kerfuffle. Mm. Have you guys oh. seen this? No, I don't think but so. That's Tell me more. Well, all I she fought was it used as evidence. Yeah. Oh, wow. She fought him off and I think Wait. he got caught and put in jail for it. But like I just remember seeing an outline tracing her movements in this small area Oh my it's god. It's like erratic lines. It's crazy. That's so creepy. Yeah. Whew. We anyway. should do an episode about like tech evidence like that. Oh, like Love Alexa's. It. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. Siri okay. hearing your murder would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, that was the case that I thought it was gonna be, and it's so fucking good. It's, and so, it's so good. It's excellent. And um, if you want to hear it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, told by someone else, there's a really great My Favorite Murder episode about it as oh. well. I don't remember uh, what number it is, but it's uh, great. I love, I love, I love Susan so much. Praise Susan. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So Woo. should we get on to special thanks Let's this week? Yeah. Uh, so first off, special thanks to our fan who's donating $25 a month and picked this topic oh, Jen, for this episode awesome. and also sent the wine, which yeah. is like above and beyond. Yeah. So Jen Edwards, thank you so much. You rule. Yeah. Um, also, Annie Hazlitt, thank you for your $5 a month donation. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. As are you, Maddie Gregory. 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 
Thank you so much. Um, also, Sweet Sparrow Yarns, mm. uh, $5 a month. And when I initially read this, I thought it was Sweet Sparrow Yams. Both sound great right now. I'm so hungry. Yep. <laughs> I would eat Scott, yarn. Scott Teagan, <laughs> don't Ooh. eat yarn. Bad idea. But thank you for continuing to donate at $5 a month. You're amazeballs. <laughs> Uh, Alba Vargas. Ooh. Ooh that sounds like cool a spell name. in Harry Potter. Yes. Alba Vargas. <laughs> Thank I you so much. Um, Jennifer Beagle. That's the cutest last oh, name I ever done heard. Beagles are real cute. Cuties. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> Jules Q. Jones. Speaking you of a are cutie. probably related to Quincy Jones, Maybe. I'm assuming. And that's why you're able to be so generous. And give on Patreon every month. Thank you. Uh, Alexandra Schaefer is donating the custom amount of $6.66 a month, which is fucking amazing. Thank you I wonder so what much. we're getting out of that after taxes. Spooky. <laughs> so spooky. Um, Alice Tyler... I don't know if you're related to Alice Cooper or Steven Tyler, but we love you. you and we love hair. Alice Cooper and Steven Tyler. Either way. Uh, yeah. Sarah Miller, you are also part of a $10 a month club. Uh, you and Alice and the other folks listed are going to be getting a free fucking patriarchy wine glass in the mail for your donation. Yes, mm-hmm. you are. You uh, queens. Keely Elizabeth. Keely. Woo! I think mm-hmm. that's how you pronounce your name. Maybe Kate, maybe Kaylee or Kelly. Kelly, we don't know. Kay Elizabeth, it's, ten dollars. Thank you, Queen Elizabeth. Queen, Queen with a K. Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, mm-hmm. <laughs> Queen. Jordan Fraser, I hope you're. Hey, baby, we too. hear the blues are calling <laughs> to salads and scrambled eggs. Quite stylish. Quite stylish. <laughs> that's, that's your prize. Thank you so much. <laughs> Casey Shelsby, thank you for your $10 a month donation. I don't know why that accent just came out. Because so of necessary. drink your juice, Shelsby. Shelsby? Shelsby, <laughs> drink your juice. Drink your juice out of your fucking patriarchy wine glass. Indeed. McKenna Steiner. $10 a month, you'll be receiving a glass. Unfortunately, not a stein, but you know. Nope. Oh, we mm-hmm. should make those. That'd no. be cool. Fine. <laughs> um, and Odalis Mraz. Mm. No, Mraz. Fucked Love it, it up. Od- oh. Odalis Mraz. Wow. Pronounced like Jason Mraz. That's a beautiful that name. That is a, a very cool name. Odalis, Odalis. is mm. my next pet for sure. Yep. Into yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, another so another beautiful name, Miranda Bauman. You Yo. are so generous. Thank you so much for your donation. Oh my God, Anna Mason, you are my hairstylist, and she has been listening Woo! for such a long time. I love you so much. Oh, I can't wait to see you. I rescheduled my appointment for June twelfth. I'm so sorry, but I had to. Well, then on June twelfth, you can in person receive your fucking patriarchy wine glass, so yes. you don't have to ship it. How about yep. that? Yep. 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 <laughs> Love it. All right. All right. Rounding out the trash queen Wait. level. Oh, no. So. Just kidding. Sorry. 
I was like, didn't we do not, not do Animason? And it's like, we literally just fucking talked about Animason. Hi, Animason. Sorry, Animason. Let's move on. <laughs> She's the best. Allison Mayer, you are donating $15 a month, which means you will be receiving in the mail some piece of random non-perishable detritus from Lucy's home. I'm also bringing back a bag of Primo trash mm-hmm. from South Africa Also, to start shipping out. I just want you all to know that several of you will be receiving... Um, completed coloring sheets because that's been what I've been doing while we record for the last like month (laughs) they're they're all cat themed swoops clevers Mm -hmm. so custom Lucy cat artwork also in this tier $15 a month I'll sign it frog and lava (laughs) yes you have to sign it Um, (laughs) Nikki Carr you're also going to be getting some trash trash as is Jeffrey Way, Trash King, or both, mm. or neither. Loves. <laughs> Always. Every way, Jeffrey Way. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, Kelly Smith. Love you, girl. Yes. Bonnie Miller. A lot of Millers in the, in the, in the mix today. Mm-hmm. No relation, mm-hmm. maybe a relation. We don't know. You're going to get your trash either way. Yeah. Dana uh-huh. Davis. Dana oh. Davis. Oh. Oh, my law. Oh. Oh, my, my, my nevers. <laughs> Double D. You know, what, you know what rhymes with nevers? Heather Chapman. Heather <laughs> Chapman. Thank you for your $15 a month donation. Love it. <laughs> and Caitlin, Amy, you are my uh, me Woo. friend. I, it was a stretch. Yeah, That's sweet. They all are. <laughs> yeah. Melissa Maurer, you're mm. not a horror. Ooh. $15. <laughs> You're a, a delight. <laughs> Krista Mortensen at $18 a month. You Dang. have earned yourself some extra nice trash. Yeah. <laughs> I have a dirty bow tie in mind for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <perfect>. How dirty. <laughs> it used to be yellow, so it's dirty. Oh, God. Oh, what color okay. is it now? Yellower. (laughs) (laughs) A dusty yellow. (laughs) Oh, I hate that so much. Um, (laughs) Nicholas Gamash, you are donating $25 a month. You have already sent in your uh, topic for an upcoming episode. We've had to reschedule that, but I'll be sending you an email to let you know when it will be. Thank you so much. We will execute it with panache. Mm -hmm. Yes. The fan picks are seriously some of our faves, so like, donate a twenty five yeah. a month. <laughs> <laughs> They're really creative. I yeah. really love them. Mm-hmm. And if you do not want to commit to a monthly donation, you can always go to our online store and make a once off donation, like Hannah Cohen did, giving us ten bucks once off. That stuff is super helpful for when we have uh, travel expenses, like the upcoming Crime Con in Nashville. Correct. Oh, my so God. thank you Correct. so much. Thank you for those once-offs. Okay, uh, and of course, special thanks to our sponsor, Talkspace, uh-huh. for $30 off your first month of treating your brain yep. with therapy. Go to Talkspace.com forward slash gals. Get G-A-L-S. it. Treat it. Treat. Mwah. We right. love, you. love you. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kali Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. 
If you have wine recommendations or creepy true crime stories to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. More importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. We are a totally independent show, so if you'd like to support us and get a shout-out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! Hey everybody, this is your best friend Steven. And this is your best friend Chris. And we're the hosts of the podcast, Is This Adulting? Every week, we sit down to talk about life, debate pointless topics, and most importantly, break the stigma on mental illness through opening up about our own struggles and how it affects us every day. Oh, and do you like games? We got those too. What about guests from all your favorite podcasts? Ooh, like Justin from Generation Y, or Nina from Already Gone, or Hal Lublin from Everything. Uh, and of course, you can't forget our special guest, Tom Bodette from those Motel 6 commercials. Okay, that last one might have been a threat. Yeah, yeah, just like them. Uh, so, join us each Thursday as we attempt to navigate adulthood as overgrown man children. And remember, kids, be happy, stay healthy, and go hug someone. Because you never know, they might just be the host of your new favorite podcast.